Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hey everyone, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. And if you listened to last week's episode, I mentioned one of my 2023 goals was to be a better communicator. So we did some research and we found some tips on being a better communicator and thought it'd be a perfect way to start off the new year working on one of our goals. Everyone can always work on becoming a better communicator, right? Like no one is the perfect communicator. Something we can all work on. Well, I think it's something that is, you need it in every in every single part of your life. You need it in your work. You need it in your like romantic relationship, your friendships, your relation, all of your relationships, like relationships with parents, et cetera. You need it to help you with um, like, how do I say this? Difficult situations. I don't know. Let's say like you have to go to court, like Liz, small claims court. There's just so many different ways you need it. And I think I never thought I was a bad communicator until I realized my like confidence. I'm a better communicator when I'm confident in what I'm discussing. Two, being concise hasn't really affected me too badly until like I've gotten older, but now I'm learning in a professional setting or when I'm doing like speaking engagements, et cetera, I need to be a bit more concise. And the less confident I am, the less concise I am, which is ironic because just, yeah, that makes sense. Though. Well, it's because I, I have to like I, mean, but... I have to talk so much to come up with my next point. Like I'm like filling in, filling in, filling in in order to find what I'm gonna say. Like my brain's thinking while just spitting out random crap. And I'm the opposite where if I can't think of an answer I'm like I'm completely blank like I can't make up anything to say to fill the gap which is my like bad communication I can't even like describe like I just go blank well and I also think because I don't or if I'm not confident in um like an emotion or a word or whatever I can't I have to describe it so much that I think things like better vocabulary would help me achieve the same outcome quicker. So we've done some research. We're coming up with some tips on how to be a better communicator. Um, before we start, Liz, would you like to say how you think you are as a communicator, like what you're good at and what you would like to be better at? I think what I've gotten better at and that I feel good about nowadays is when there is something that I want to talk about or discuss I will like say I was mad about something I wouldn't immediately like say it when I'm in like bad feelings about it I think about what I want to say and how the other person is going to take it before I say it is what I have worked on Um, and something that I can continue working on is maybe maybe like putting my opinion out there more and not just like changing what I say based off what what the other person says. So being able to put how I feel into words and like we talked about on the last episode, just like putting emotion into my communication and not sounding just like a, like talking to a wall, like 
if someone's giving me exciting news, like being able to communicate that excitement back is what I'm working on. Love it. I think for me, I have, I think I am able to create conversations is what I'm good at. I think I'm able to kind of create conversation out of, for better, lack of a better word, nothing kind of thing. So I'm able to generate conversation. And I've certainly gotten better because of the podcast at being an active listener and asking questions. Um, But what I could work on is being more, like I said, concise um, and confident and speaking like clearly, slowing down, like enunciating all that stuff. So that's what I'd like to work on. Um, And we will get into the first tip. So we got this. I got these from a few different areas. I got these from some websites and just like some TikToks, our own brain that we, I don't know, know from different things we've done. I think one of the best tips, and we have talked about this before and we've talked about it amongst ourselves because because we host a podcast, this is a really good tip for other people who host podcasts and just a good tip in communication is to, to listen and be a good listener because when you're communicating, you want to finish the conversation and reply to the thought the person said instead of just like waiting until they end so you can say how you feel. You want to show that you're listening um, so you're communicating together as a whole instead of like I've listened to podcasts before where they're giving an answer and then instead of the host replying to what they said and like building off of that, it just like jumps into the next question. So I feel like being a good communicator starts with being a good listener. Yeah. And I think in order we can, we can kind of uh, piggyback off that and say that can come from, you can be a good listener by being curious. So be curious and go into it with the mindset that go into every conversation thinking you have something to learn from this person. So uh, these are all part of this overarching, let's say, be a good listener is like the big umbrella. And then we have a few things that come off of it. So we have be a good listener. That means go into the conversation thinking that this person has something to teach you. And you may think, let's say you're talking to, um, I'm trying to think, like a child or someone who you think like, oh, I'm just so much smarter than this person. Like, I'm just, I don't even know. They have nothing I could learn from them. They may work in a different industry than you. They may, because I've learned everyone is, they have their own thing that they're good at. So for example, the baller teachers, you will never hear about the baller teachers. You, they'll never be in, you know, main biz or whatever they are. There's literally teacher of the year, but whatever the nurses, like (laughs) all these people in their own industries, they're a baller in their own places so they have everyone has something to teach you maybe there's someone's a really awesome parent and they can teach you about how to be a parent or you can learn like some tip their kid gave you so go into every conversation thinking this person has something to teach you and that will make you genuinely insert curious to hear what they have to say yeah and it will make you more attentive I utilize Um, that like with my clients because if I was going to pitch a client it would be like I know how to do this social media etc and they don't know how to do it. That's why they are hiring someone to do it. 
But for me to do a good job with social media, I need to listen to what they're describing about their business because it wouldn't make sense for me to go and write copy for them if I didn't know their brand and I didn't listen to like what they're passionate about and like know how to represent their business. So it's good to use in your career too. You could think you're talking with someone like, let's say someone's really into politics. You could be like, I literally care less what you're talking about, but they may give you like a tidbit of information that even what they're talking about may help you in your next conversation. And then in the sense of being a good listener, don't multitask slash be present. So this will help you when it comes to being a good listener. Liz has mentioned she's listened to podcasts where the person is simply waiting to ask their next question. Uh, so essentially they're, they're not present in the conversation. They're thinking, okay, the second this person takes a breath, I'm going to insert the next thing that I'm going to say. It doesn't flow with the conversation. It is, it's not even relating to what they're saying. So if you're not thinking about, oh, what am I going to make for dinner when I get home? Um, oh, this person has a hair out of place or whatever, you'll be present and it'll help you in the being a good listener. This is a good one. Pick the right time to have the conversation. <laughs> and my example for this would be sometimes me and Ashley will be on the phone and I'm like working on something. And then she's like, what do you think about the upcoming election? Let's talk serious stuff. And I'm like, this is not a good time. I would love to talk about this, but maybe when we're together having a glass of wine. Yeah, we do that in general. Like if I was going to have a conversation with a friend or with Kyle about like something important, like I'm I'm not going to do it when he's like rushing to get ready for work or like in the morning. It just doesn't make sense. You want to make sure you have the right setting and time where you can actually get into the conversation. Yeah, that's a great point because it's something that you and I just experienced the other day. I don't remember what it was about, but you had like briefly touched on something. We had like 10 minutes to talk and you had briefly mentioned something and I was like oh my god me too and then you we went back and forth a few times and you're like I know I brought that up but I'm literally going to the I'm like running out the door right yes, now and it's, yes and it was a bummer because it was a really good conversation mm-hmm. but if we had waited to like dive into it for example when we were together having wine and we had random things to like what talk about you know what I mean it would have been a much better time to have that conversation. It's kind so- of like sometimes we'll just text each other and not reply. And those are like our notes to catch up on when we have the time to have the phone conversation. So maybe just like keep notes for the next time you talk to that person. Yeah, because it's the thing that's unfortunate about it is it's hard to get that momentum back where you can't mm-hmm. like we were like ping ponging back and forth, like super kind of like excited about the topic that we were happened to like brush upon. And they're like, this is really unfortunate, but I have to go. And then like, you can't really, I don't know, get it back, but if you had brought it up for the first time. So great point. The being concise thing. So essentially this is trying to say, um, keep things simple when you're having conversations. So keep them succinct and concise. Like we had mentioned, this can be challenging because this happens to Liz and I sometimes on the podcast for lack of a better word, rambling, we have a hard time reining in guests. So one, there's two parts to this this piece is you yourself as a person speaking, 
obviously great. Yes. Be concise. But what do you do when someone is rambling that you're speaking with, trying to like rein them in? That's something Liz and I are faced with oftentimes is making sure the conversation's not going in like a circle and we have to try and steer maybe the conversation, you know, in that way. So what do you do when you are witnessing someone ramble, how to like rein them in and help move the conversation along? And then maybe some tips on how to be concise. Yeah. I think remembering how you feel when like someone else is rambling or like how we feel during that time. And then when you feel yourself, like adding a lot of fluff to your, the things you're saying and not just like getting to the point, like you can notice, I feel like it's obvious in your head, like, oh, I've been talking for so long. Like, what is the concept I'm trying to end with? And the way that you can help yourself is, is being really prepared for the conversation or maybe the podcast or the presentation like having key points you want to hit in your head or maybe written on notes and making sure you get to that point and then you notice yourself steering off of it, like always circling back to the main thing that you wanted to say there. So I would say preparedness is the best way to combat that. And in that, because obviously in some of these scenarios, you won't have, they're just conversations. You won't have notes and such. However, if you don't know the answer to something or you don't have, like Liz is saying, like confidence, preparedness, et cetera. If you don't know the answer to something or you're not prepared or you don't have anything important to say, don't like find something important to say, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You could just say that or I'll, I'll get back to you with an answer. I'll get back to you on how I feel like I need to think about that. Right. And then think about like Liz also said with this, Think about uh, what when someone's doing it to you or whatever. So think of those moments when someone's like, was it Wednesday or Thursday? I feel like it was Thursday. No, maybe it was Wednesday. Oh, well, oh, I had an appointment on Thursday. So that means, it, okay, sorry. Yes, it was Wednesday. Think of in those moments when you're like, it literally doesn't matter. Please stop talking. I hate this. Don't be that person. So details, not important. Again, I am talking to myself here, folks. But... If you catch yourself doing it, do the simple, it doesn't matter, moving on, and you get a little chuckle, they'll know you knew, I'm dumb, why did I do that? Another one that goes kind of alongside all of this, don't be the person who needs to res- needs to comment on everything. And this article is saying, like, you'll be more respected in the group if you have a reputation for only kicking in the conversation when you have something important to say. Um, it's kind of easy to tune out people who talk about everything, what have you. And I think Parker's a perfect example of this. He does not always have something to say about something, but when he does, you listen because you're like, yeah, what's he going to say? Interesting. I didn't know he had a strong stance on this. That's like, again, I said this last weekend, we played this game with our friends the other day and he was so passionate about one of the answers he was like banging on the floor like jumping up and down and we were like whoa maybe we should listen to him because he doesn't usually like get so passionate about things um not really he was not being a good communicator in that moment but an example being he's not typically a person that punches the floor kind of like just using your voice at the right times if you if you talk too much nothing stands out right they're like 
well, I have had actually an example of this recently occur where I'm someone that can form an opinion on most anything. Give me a couple minutes. I'll sit there and like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, all right, this is what I think. But it's only my opinion in the moment. That is not like, and I have learned that one, sometimes people hold on to my words a bit too long and I have to remind them, excuse me, I'm not an expert in this. Please do not take this advice. Just like, you know, if it resonates with you, great, but I am not the master of all whatever. I just came up with that in those two seconds. It's like, so Emma you got to be careful. Emma Chamberlain always says it on her podcast. She's like, I might said something last week, but that was the last week. So literally, and this has happened to me in real life. And I am just like, oh, like you have to be careful with your words because they do matter. And as much as we were saying, like people may not, you know, listen to you, but be careful with your opinions. People mm. do listen. And it's interesting to like, for you know, sake of conversation, say things and such but be meaningful with your words. Yeah. For the next one, this one is a good one. Listen with your eyes. And I do think this is weirdly important. Like as weird as it sounds, think about when you're talking to someone and you see them like they're on their phone, they're not doing anything, but they're distracted with their eyes. Like they're not, someone who doesn't make eye contact, I just feel like isn't listening as well as someone who's actually like looking at you and you can tell they're engaging their brain with what you're saying. They're focused on you. They're focused on what you're saying. So try to be that person. I think eye contact is so important. And it's almost a skill that, and I don't think a lot of people have it anymore. And that's a good thing to practice. I think. Uh, eye contact, looking at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Don't look at the mouth. It's also, though, one of those things that it will throw the other person off if you are not making eye contact with me I'm like should I stop talking yeah you want me to, like what do I do in this situation I'm so awkward and I like is there something going on in your phone because I then I, my focus is gone I can't even say what I have to say um yeah body language in general very important when you're having a conversation mm-hmm. um a couple more random ones here uh reading more so you can learn better vocabulary words so nice. stay curious in your life in general learning more will make you a better communicator you it'll help with your confidence you know when you're in those weird situations where someone's talking about like a country that you literally have never heard of and you're like oh and then your confidence shoots and you're like i'm stupid and then they keep talking about the country you're like is it a country is it a city is it a state are you saying a new song by taylor swift like if you are just frozen uh so you know learning more in general will help with your conversation uh skills and then kind of on the same thing like maybe someone doesn't necessarily want to be involved in the conversation and you can kind of tell you can kind of tell if someone's eager to jump in the conversation so I think it's important to make everyone feel included like someone like myself wouldn't insert myself as much into a conversation but I might have a lot of thoughts on it and the times that I will speak is when someone's like oh Liz what did what did you think about that and then I'll be open to speaking but some people have a hard time inserting themselves so maybe if you're in a small group and you want someone you want to hear what someone has to say or what someone thinks about it you can just say oh do you have any thoughts on this no problem if not just leads to a more 
engaging conversation and you might be you might learn more from that person keep in mind that conversations are not a promotional opportunity for you depending on the conversation there's a time and a place to hype yourself up and i think the thing to learn in this is people are smarter than you give them credit for so if you think you're being sly and promoting yourself subtly you're not it's not subtle if you want to promote yourself and hype yourself up just do it yeah now so that's it's one of those things when someone's like casually in there being like i don't even know i'm trying to think of something that would like promote yourself oh like oh like that last year when i was traveling to this place and doing this and that and da, 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 da. i don't know just like being sly like that and you're like i see right through you this is not the time for that. I'm just trying to talk about the weather. I don't need to hear about how fancy you are. People are smarter than you give them credit for. And yes. they'll see right through it. If you're not listening to them and you're just, oh, like, I I love that for you. But it's just like, I love minimum restaurants where I can only, I have to spend $200. Oh. That is like, I love that for you that you love little you know i love that you love kentucky fried chicken i just my taste palette i just can't do that but that's so an aggressive for you. yeah i think recording yourself is a really good tip and i mean we do it every week so we really have an understanding of how we communicate and what we sound like but i remember in college when i took my public speaking class which is absolutely the worst class ever not not the worst i just i just hated it personally but we had to record ourselves and not use any notes and then we would have to go back the next day and watch the recording and grade ourselves and I do you think it helped me figure out like the filler words I was using and and how nervous I was speaking like watching it back I was like I do not I did not need to be that nervous and I don't want to sound like that again and it was just a good learning experience about hand movements and where I was looking and I don't know recording yourself will open your eyes to a lot of things I know like a lot of people do in other aspects like if you play a sport or something you're probably checking your technique so why not check your speaking technique too I have two more mini ones one on the confidence thing present yourself accordingly so this is a reminder to you know always be your best self when you know how you're how you look um because I've had a few instances like this for example on the podcast days where I am an ugly little troll I do not do my best because I'm like looking at myself the whole time in the camera being like how dare you show your face you are not a baller you have no reason to have this pot like da 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 whatever I'm thinking that thoughts the other day I was asked to speak in this video um I was And I wasn't, here's the thing. I wasn't like literally in sweatpants at this event. I just wasn't at my best. If I was in a kick butt outfit, my hair was done, my make, like if I was looking and feeling my best, I promise you that video that I had had to speak at would have been a million times better. So just a reminder that this goes hand in hand in all instances you never know when a conversation is going to come up what have you um and then last one i have is just if you're in any scenario is just calm down 
take a deep breath because this doesn't have to be if you're up like mad or sad or upset. This can be if you're excited. This can be if you're anxious, all of these things, just take a minute and calm down because there has been scenarios where I'm nervous. I'm speaking a million miles an hour. There's been scenarios where I'm excited and I'm like, oh my God, I did this thing. And people are like, shut up. I don't even know what you're saying. So calm down, take a minute, regroup and maybe how you could do that in like a technical way is you could just tell them like make your next answer short whatever they say just be like oh like we just said oh interesting tell me more about that yeah exactly flip it to them be like take the conversation for a minute like regroup yeah let them do it and then they get to speak for a minute take a minute get in your own head listen to them great rather than having to be like okay wait give me a minute you know yeah you could do that but this way it's just like subtle that's all I got that's all I got I'm feeling like a chitter chatter little chit chat girl I feel like we were concise and replying to each other and listening and (laughs) me trying to remember all of the tips Good luck I have- and have fun on your vacation, Ashley. We are recording this in advance because Ashley will be away. Well, Minnie, just run away for a quick minute. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That's it. That's all I got for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, Liz. That was a good one. Let's go work on our communication skills. 